As she listened to her guest's story of being sexually abused as a child, the young news anchor's stomach dropped. That's what happened to me, she thought. How does she know my story? A second thought followed. Am I going to stay silent and let this woman continue to feel alone? Or am I going to expose my secret? I've got to let her know she's not the only one, she realized. She opened her mouth, but no words came out. Hi, I'm Garvin DeShazer, and this is your Daily Inspiration. From the start, life had been rough. She was born in rural Mississippi in 1954 to an unwed teenage maid. While she was still a baby, her mother moved north to find work, leaving her with her grandmother. I was beaten regularly, she said later. She whipped me so badly that I had welts on my back and the welts would bleed. So then I got another whipping for getting blood on my dress. Precocious and intelligent, she learned to read before the age of three and was nicknamed the Little Speaker for her ability to recite Bible verses. She still recalls the sense of approval she felt after speaking at her grandmother's church. That stayed with her and influenced her future career choices. As she grew up, life grew harder. At six years old, she went to live with her mother in Milwaukee. When she was nine, she was left in the care of a cousin who raped her, and then convinced her not to tell anyone. Other relatives and her mother's boyfriend continued sexually abusing her until she was 13. By then, the pain of carrying their secrets caused her to spiral out of control. She started skipping school, dating boys, stealing money from her mother, and running away from home. At 14, her mother sent her to live with her father and stepmother in Tennessee. Although they didn't know it, she was already pregnant. Fearing her father's wrath, she hid the pregnancy for several months. One night, alone with him in the kitchen, her fears were confirmed. My father told me, I would rather see a daughter of mine floating down the Cumberland River than to bring shame on this family with the indecency of an illegitimate child, she said. So I thought, that's it. I'm going to have to kill myself. Acting on impulse, she drank a container of laundry detergent. I didn't know what to do. I was crying for help, she says. Her son was born shortly thereafter and died two weeks later. The death of her baby was a turning point for 14-year-old Oprah Winfrey. She changed how she dressed and acted and started to concentrate on school again. Oprah's father made education a high priority. My father turned my life around by insisting I be more than I was, Oprah said in an interview. His love of learning showed me the way. Oprah got involved in drama, in the debate club, and in student council. For the first time in her life, she dared to dream about her future. For every one of us that succeeds, Oprah said in her biography, it's because there is somebody there to show you the way out. For me, it was teachers and school. Oprah entered a speaking contest when she was 17 and won a full scholarship to Tennessee State University. 
a local black radio station took notice and hired her as a part-time news reporter. By age 19, she was co-anchoring the local evening news. She had interviewed many people, but now, listening to this young woman describe her childhood abuse, Oprah was stunned into silence. It was the first time she'd ever heard another person talk about what was her own darkest secret. Following the young woman into the green room after the interview, she whispered, You know, I went through the same thing. The young woman first looked shocked and then relieved. Why didn't you say anything, she asked. I was too afraid, Oprah answered. Determined to conquer her fear, she kept broadcasting the news. However, her emotional method of delivery didn't fit the station's style, so she eventually moved to daytime talk. There, the Oprah Winfrey Show was born, and by 1986, it had become internationally syndicated. In her vulnerability and honesty, Oprah reached people that few others could. I said from the very first show, she recalls, I want people to know that whatever you're going through, you are not alone. It soon became clear that Oprah was more than just a talk show host. She was a devoted listener and a trusted friend. How did Oprah overcome her tragic childhood to become one of the most successful and influential women in the world? She first recognized that she was not alone. She took a risk to share her story, and then she helped other people share their stories with millions of viewers so they wouldn't feel alone. What story do you have to share today? What fears are you ready to overcome so that others can know the real you? Affirm with me now, I am a speaker of truth. I am not alone. Thanks for listening. May your day, this day, be filled with love, laughter, and joy. Bye for now. Hi, this is Scott Sampson, producer for the Daily Inspirations podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Want more inspiration in your life? Check out our blog for weekend stories of hope and uplifting news. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we hope you'll take a moment today and rate and review us and tell everyone in your circle so they can get the same inspiration that we hope you've received today. We have big plans for this podcast and we want you to be part of it. Visit dailyinspirationsandmeditations.com to contact us with your own inspirational stories or just to say hi.